0: RDTDaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin.
1: Yo, and here we are again. What's up, guys? Jesus Christ. What the hell is going on in this country? My name is Tara Devlin. Thank you for hanging out. We meet here all the time now, it seems, right? God, we need to meet here more all the time. we need to we need to be in constant communication with each other. That's how it's going to have to go to get through. I don't know the the rest of our lives. May they be long, and uh, may Twitler's be short. I don't know. Um, the only the bad part is that well, not whatever. Twitler's mother lived to be ninety nine years old. All right. Ugh, his father not so much, but the mama. Let's hope he's not a mama's boy. So, yeah, my name is Tara Devlin. This is Unapologetic Liberal Talk. Because um, I'm sick of it. Hey, no, it's not that. It's not that I became liberal because I was sick of it. I, I'm i in, uh, yeah, well, drug addiction and uh, all that other stuff aside... I have my own, well, I'm not, I am in recovery. I'm a normal person, you know? It seems like in this society right now, there were two perfect people, according to so-called right-wingers. The first was Jesus, and then there was Trump. I'm shocked that they, of all the people that they want to elevate, It's him, my God, a con man, an absolute unfettered, documented con man. And that's why it's uh, really embarrassing. I I think we've crossed into embarrassing at this time. You You go to outrage, shock, disbelief, denial. I'm in outrage. I mean, I'm in embarrassment. I'm embarrassed for this country. And I guess that's the last step in the in the decline. Because we are living in, don't, you know, you're not saying things. We're living in the last days of the American Republic. When history is written, when future historians look back on this time, they will say that that's how they will categorize it. The last days of the American Republic, and you know what else they'll say that we we had a, uh, a, a we had a good um, blueprint that we never actually brought to fruition. We had a really good founding a set of founding documents, even written by hypocrites and all, hypocrites, racists, misogynists, people of their time, men of their, their time, clearly. But they, that didn't stop them from writing uh, some uh, an, an amazing document that, for a country built not on bloodlines, but on an idea. It's really as I'm saying this, it it touches me in my heart. I can feel the pang of, of anguish about it, the bittersweet sadness that of what we could have had in this country. And I suppose that's why we continue to fight the fascists, but we um are we got our work cut out for us and in my uh, you guys know in my opinion and I I don't think I'm wrong here we this is why we need a liberal media we need the platforms of communication not just the platform whatever we need the we need to change the zeitgeist of this country that i was just watching Joe Biden's town hall or whatever. And of course it was infuriating me in so many ways. And mostly, I mean, really people getting up there. I'm a undecided. uh, We went through this. Oh my God. What are you talking about? I'm undecided, but I'm leaning towards you, Biden. I'm undecided. I haven't seen enough death and destruction yet. I haven't seen enough shit, enough world leaders laughing at us, enough authoritarian dictators using us. Ugh, I haven't seen enough. It, it's sickening. I haven't heard enough lies from the con man. God, where do we live? So, but he was saying, um, what he should have said during the debate was, oh, because Lester Holt was... Criticizing him, you know they're playing the both sides thing. Oh, the debate was a terrible, where you were all um, interrupting each other. No, it was Twitler, Twitler, interrupting, and Joe Biden really couldn't take it anymore. And I couldn't take it after the first thirty seconds. I can't even take a a, a second. With that con man, that evil, dead-eyed, greed-centered, tax-dodging, dictator-envying con man who received fewer votes. Who could stand him? So why Joe Biden said—why does he um, say—what I should have said was instead of uh, something he called him a clown— I, I shouldn't have called him a clown. I should have said, this is a clown show, or this is a clown, I don't know, ev- I don't know, something about, it. I should have criticized the event, not his behavior. And here we go again. This is why, we're, this really is why we're in this boat, frankly. We're in such a state of denial and there are all the leaders you know, the normal people the fascists they're all in a uh, they're in this um what's the word they're trying to 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 not just gaslight the american people i guess maybe it is gaslight they're all working in concert to convince us that no, that the system really is functioning, by, by Biden saying, "Oh, I should have, I shouldn't have interrupted him. Oh, and 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 called him a clown. I should have called the, saying this is a clown operation. What, well, what, well, what the hell? Really? So we can't ever speak the truth because we're all in a vested, um, and we're all in." Cahoots somehow to pretend like everything is okay, as if if we could leave a sham democratic republic to future generations, that's good enough as long as we were nice to each other. At this point, when this is not about being nice to each other, it's about naming it. You can't get better if you don't. Freaking if you're not honest with yourself, you cannot. There is no hope for healing. And the Democrats are so worried, I don't know what it is, about Republicans. What? What would what are they worried about? They're gonna think badly of them? Well, guess what? They already do. On on the other side of the aisle on Fox News and all the other propaganda outlets all this, the cesspools that we thanks to the telecommunications act of 1996 have been we have been swimming in these cesspools and now we're drowning in them but all in the, all over those cesspools they're not talking about be nice let's be bipartisan how can you fight the fascists When you're so busy worried about how they're going to perceive you. You have to name them, call them out. Be brutally honest with the American people. The American people, all people, it's not just American people, people. People like fighters. Regardless, you're uh, that's one of the things with Twitter. Oh, he sh- he fights. It's Well, th- that's what they think. It's all a goddamn act. He's the biggest coward going. We know that. He can't even fire people. You know, that's his whole brand. You're fired. you fire fired. you fire fired. He can't even fire people. He has somebody else do it. Because he's a coward. He's not a successful businessman. And it's about damn time Joe Biden, I mean, it's not going to happen. As I'm going to say, it's about damn time that Joe Biden, you know, fight fire with fire. But he's not, that's not him, I suppose. But he's not going to, he's not going to do that. God damn it. He won't. He is, he's as well as as, Twitler, along with the rest of this sham-ass government, they're they're worried about i don't i i don't know i'm trying to really formulate this but it's uh, it's ultimately about keeping us silent by by pretending that everything's okay and even joe biden when he calls the freaking con man Mr. President, if my, I want to I jump out of my skin. He is not the president. He is a con man who received fewer votes. Oh, he won B- by the rules that were laid out. He won by rules laid out by goddamn throwback to slave days. Isn't that apropos? Put in there so democracy really wouldn't break out and take their human property from them. So call it out. Democrats, there's there's a movement around the country for the national popular vote that all states will send their electors, um, will they will vote for whoever wins the popular vote. And it's a it, that is about time. Of course, not everybody, no, especially Republicans. They're not on board with that because they win when with the Electoral College, r- regardless of Twitler's lies. He's constantly lying. Oh, it's very hard for Republicans to win with the Electoral College. It's so hard. No, it's not. And the idiots who stand there cheering. You know they can do the math too, but they refuse to. So, really, uh, th- there it's those people are a lost cause. But what the hell is wrong with, with us, with the rest of us? Honestly, what is wrong with the rest of us that allow it to continue? If I have to hear another opinion from an undecided voter. I will, I'm going to do some, I don't know what, I'm going to kick somebody. I'm not going to kick anybody. I don't know. I don't know what I'll do. I will probably beat my own head against the wall. I'm sure I'll scream in despair. Undecided. You know what else um, annoys me about that when they parade the undecided voters on TV all the time? It's that, it gives that kind of shit Legitimacy as well. It sort of says, Well, this is normal. It's normal to for the American people for some dum-dums, less than three weeks from an, an an election of where you can you have the chance to send this con man to the dung heap of history where he belongs with the rest of his fascist death cult and you're undecided where we, the people, the normal people who are paying attention, put those people up there and they should, the the undecided voter should be shamed. What do you mean you're undecided? You got, it's 20 days to the election, moron. What's your deal? Who dropped you on your head? I just don't know. I'm, I'm leaning, I'm leaning towards Biden. I don't, I don't know. I, it's just, I, I didn't like the way Twitler, um, the way he came down the stairs that time. I didn't like it. Um, and then when he, um, he showed everybody, um, he said, uh, I was doing a great job. I, then I swung back and I said, wow. He's doing a great job. I, he's even—he says it. Everybody says it. There he is, right there, saying it. So then Joe Biden, <clears throat> well then Twintler, he—he—he he was so, um, he was bullish at the debate. So then I swung the other way. I mean, God help us. God help this country. If there is a God, which there isn't, so, you know. Oh, my God. All right, before I continue, guys, 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 thank you. My name is Tara Devlin, in case you're wondering. I want to thank Ron Placone for having me on his show today. That was fun. Ron is great. If you don't, if you haven't subscribed to his channel Go over there and do it now. Ron Pacone, get your news on with Ron. And I was on Leslie Marshall's show after. So that was, it was, I've had a decent day, I have to say. I, I like doing that because it spreads the words. With, I was with Mark Grimaldi and Brad Bannon on Leslie Marshall's show, and we were discussing all of the, the stuff that we're going to discuss tonight. But before I continue, I want to say we, Did get some patrons, everybody, okay? And, excuse me, let's thank them because I am, I'm, I'm promising you all that when we get new patrons, we'll definitely do a new show for during the week because the way it is now with the weekday specials is. We're we're trying to get to the point where we can do the show every single day at a set time. All right. The only way that's going to happen is if we can get enough support. That's it. Simple. Simple enough. We don't have the Mercer family. We don't have the Cokes. We don't have any of these billionaire bastards who fund the right wing. Of this country, they they fund them very well, and you all know the story of Breitbart, and I and I hope that you all pass it on too, because Andrew Breitbart got six million dollars from the Mercer family. Well, he started Breitbart, and then they found this that oh wow, we can manipulate this v- very troubled human being and give him money, and and the more money we give, the more bullshit he'll. Spew for us, the Mercer family, because the Mercer family are a horrible collection of right-wing billionaires who basically want to... Oh, well, they are not. don't just want to dismantle di- democracy. They are in the process of dismantling. They're winning. So we don't have the Mercer family. We don't have billionaires. We only have each other, but we have a lot. That's why... They are the few. We are the many. And hopefully, eventually, soon, sooner rather than later, we'll have enough patrons to have a daily show. And even if you can only support the show at $2 a month, $5 a month, I mean, this, you know, it helps because it helps us get our numbers up and other people then find out about the show and it's... uh it gives it more cred that way and they'll they'll join as well. So, we did get by the we did a show on Saturday. So, between Saturday and today, we we got three more patrons. So, I want to thank Cedric McDonald. Thank you thank you Cedric for taking that leap and becoming a patron because you're going to keep the show going and growing and second Richard Prince thank you Richard and yeah what I just said you're going to help, you're part of the uh the the solution to keep liberal media going and growing all right third not but not last last but not least for tonight shade thank you shade for taking that leap making that that's Just going that extra mile by opening up patreon.com slash Tara Devlin and becoming a patron. Thank you all. Thank you to Cedric, Richard, and Shade, and also River, another new patron, and Donna, another new new patron. Thank you all for, yeah, keeping us going and growing. All right. Let's get back to giving the Republicans a case of red ass god all right oh before and and again 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 before 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 I continue I want to tell you a story I'm only going to do a couple of hours tonight maybe I've been known to do four hour shows during the week only because it never stops right and I also need need needed for my mental health frankly so, but anyway, you guys know that I take care of some community cats. I work with the New York City Feral Cat Initiative. Uh I'm a volunteer. Uh, I don't work work for money there, but and every Sunday, I have I do my rounds. That's basically the day that I take care of the, the cats. Other people do the do it during the week. So Sunday, I go and I feed these cats different communities and this little kitten while i was i opened my trunk of my car and i was getting stuff ready and he a little kitten walked over to me and this was a kitten that we have been trying to catch we knew that it was born because one of the workers who works in the, the place where the where the cats are <clears throat> he also takes care of them, Um, took a picture of him, and we're like, oh, no, because we TNR these cats and trap, neuter, and release, but obviously we didn't get them all, and then who knows? Some people dump cats, and it sucks. So we only saw this little black kitten, and we couldn't find him, Uh, Of course, when we saw him, he was too fast. He couldn't, the guy who saw him couldn't grab him. And you don't really want to do that anyway, grab them, because then their first experience with humans is something negative, right? So, uh, especially with the hand. Then they start thinking the hand is bad. So, okay, this little kitten walked over to me, and I had a carrier in my... and not in my trunk in my whatever in the car why do I have to be so specific and I he was clearly so hungry that he walked right over to me and he I thought well maybe I can get him in the carrier I opened the carrier and I was sitting there he almost almost got him a couple of times but I didn't you know I couldn't get him quick enough while he was I put some food in the carry, you know, anyway, whatever. And then I put out a 911 call to all the the cat people (laughs) and Debbie from the New York City Feral Cat Initiative, who is a worker there, and she never stops. She's the best. She, I mean, all the time, seven days a week, she's helping these, you know, animals. And uh, so we got... She came down with her trap, and uh, we caught him in five minutes. He was so hungry. And he is now in my bedroom, and I'm calling him Ray because even though he's all black, he's... Well, he's in a crate, but even though he's all black, he's he's like a ray of sunshine and on a new day. That's why I'm calling him Ray. And he will bring sunshine to... Whoever is lucky enough to adopt him, he is the sweetest. I have to tell you guys, he's the sweetest cat I have. And when I got Francis, Francis was adopted from the North Shore Animal League and he was a monster. I couldn't touch him. He scratched me. He bit my face. I was like, what's wrong with this cat? Is he feral? This this cat, Ray, he's only been here now. It's 24 hours. Uh, he, I've pet him, He's ate out of my hand I picked him up, I kissed his head I mean, this is like, you would never know That he has never been in, a, in someone's care He has lived his entire life on the streets And I have to say, he is skinny So, he was suffering out there And I'm really happy that we got him because who knows what would, ha- what would have happened. The winter's coming. He clearly was not doing very well at being a feral cat. Because he was... I, I, I have to tell you, when you touch him, he's nothing but bones. So... Uh, but, but he's beautiful. And I'm just happy that finally it's a good story. We, I'm not going to keep him. I will foster him for a bit. We'll find a foster for him. And then we'll... Get him a forever home. Terry Jr. Jr. may not be around tonight <laughs> because, well, he's he's sitting over there. He's not happy. He's been walking around the house grumbling like, mm-hmm. like an old man, like a crotchety old man, like, mm-hmm. he know, he smells him, you know what I mean? They haven't seen him, but they could smell him. He's in a little crate. He's got a nice crate, a nice... I bought him a nice soft bed. He's never slept in a soft bed. He loves it now. He's adorable. Okay. I love him. I wish I could keep him. I would definitely keep him. But he is, he's going to make someone or a family a wonderful, wonderful pet and will bring a lot of sunshine to someone's life. He really will. Even though he's, you can't barely, you can't see him. He's completely black. He looks like a puma, but he's totally, he's gorgeous. He's incredibly gorgeous. All right, so well, I should post a picture of him. Um, if you want to see him, actually, he is. I put a. Someone asked because I was on Ron Placone's show earlier, as I said, and we discussed it because I was telling him about Ray, and someone um tweeted at me can you please post a picture of ray and i did so i will let's see where is it i will post it in the chat did i oh yes can you please share pics of pics or videos of ray the cute little kitten so i will put it in let me chat it to you right now there we go. Can you see that? I'll put it here. There's Ray on Twitter. All right, guys. Back to business. Thank God for Ray. After the show, I'll go and sit with him and hang out with him. He's sleeping. He's. It must be nice as, for him to be like, finally, I'm safe. Well, I'm sure he's suspicious, but... All right. Let's see. What's going on or uh, right before not I don't know, a couple, maybe an hour ago, right before air moron con man twitter twitler freaking uh Trump virus was f- released from the hospital. But it's all an act. This is what's so concerning. He is... He's he's going to kill more people. That's a guarantee right now. His whole friggin' um, plan for the coronavirus... He doesn't have a plan. Now that he has it, he's using it for propaganda. And to kill more people. He bullied his way out of the hospital. In fact... What I'm reading all all over social media that reporters are posting about and saying that people are leaking from the White House, that Twitler is in worse shape than he's letting on, of course. You don't recover from coronavirus in four days. That's an impossibility. So... He apparently the stories coming out of Walter Reed are that he he's been he was yelling at the nurses and doctors treating everybody like shit, of course, because he wanted to get out of there. It looks weak and that's all he cares about. What it looks like now that he tweeted. What did he tweet earlier? Don't be afraid of COVID. Wait. Yes, that's exactly what I tweeted. Disgusting. Don't be afraid of COVID. It's only killed 210,000 Americans. You know, more than the, let's see, more than the Vietnam War, more than Afghanistan, more than Iraq, more than Desert Storm, Combined. And I think I might be missing one of the other wars. You know, we have a lot of wars. We always have a war going on somewhere, which is disgusting. But come on. What the? When he... All right. The f- This is what I was talking about. How the entire apparatus of society is in cahoots to make him look, to to make us think that this, this government is legitimate and that we're in a functioning society. When Twitler was released from the hospital, they were following his goddamn helicopter. Who cares? I was watching New York One. Here is a local channel just going back and forth. And uh, they, they had it too. Here's some of their coverage.
0: Yeah. Joe Biden, on talking about how he's looking forward to it. Uh, Clearly we don't know uh, exactly what's going to happen with president Trump, but is Joe Biden taking advantage of the so-called free time? It seems like he's going out of his
1: way to show sympathy for president Trump.
0: He is very much going out of his way to to not. This is the local uh, New York station. Do, so, reporters are always asking him what he thinks, to say, for example, what he thought about the president's uh, joy ride, ride, for lack of a better word, last night, leaving the hospital
1: when he still might have been in an infectious state just to wave He's in an, an infectious state, still. In
0: the and, and
1: he still and might he have been in an infectious... Sta- what, what, what is this shit? messages about COVID-19... The who cares? The, 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 f- the freaking uh, drunk there, driver got uh, who got coronavirus because he today brought today it on same same himself and killed 210,000 Americans in the process is going home? Who cares? Wow, we need to see this effing helicopter? This society is... It needs to crumble, On, uh, in my opinion. This is ridiculous. What is... Uh, uh, what? This is a con man who brought the goddamn COVID on himself while doing everything he can and still doing everything he can to kill our fellow Americans and to mislead them. We have people showing up at emergency rooms who drank bleach because of this this goddamn con man. And you would say, well, you gotta be stupid to drink bleach. Yes, but there are all types in the country. There are stupid people. There are smart people. There are smart people who act stupid. There are stupid people who act, stupid, people who act smart. And that's why when you're in a leadership position, you shouldn't, well, if you were not a sociopath, you were a decent, normal human being, you wouldn't use your position to commit malpractice on the American people. I mean, you're really, you're, you're committing malpractice in that sense by hurting people. You're deliberately using your position and hurting people that you pretend to represent oh wow look he's going over the Lincoln Memorial or the Jefferson Memorial what do we do now oh hallelujah he's took a lot of steroids and they kicked him out the door because he was. Relentlessly harassing them, the goddamn baboon.
0: receive only the information that validates our
1: own And they're family. lying. Of course, the the, medic, the the doctors who treat this guy are lying. They're not giving us the full story. They, we have never received the full story from Twitler. I'm surprised he didn't have John Barron call up the press. And tell them how much, how, uh, even though he's got COVID, how all the Hollywood starlets want to bang him. This is disgusting. The whole um, media, why, why would they have to show that stinking helicopter? It's all fine. Trump is out of the hospital. Is this a national goddamn event? Maybe I'm missing something. what 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 is what warrants that that kind of coverage, especially the way that they're covering it? not They're not critical of him. It's like it's as if there is nothing there is no cause and effect here. It's ridiculous. He killed because of his stupidity. And his inability to do to actually carry out the duties of his office effectively, two hundred and ten thousand of our American fellow citizens are dead, and a thousand more will die today, near maybe it's eight hundred now. I'm not sure, but it's not it's not getting any better. Thanks to people like him, the super spreader, the super spreader in chief who spread it, spreads it around. And then there all of his minions spread it around. That's why we're in the boat we're in, because we have a bunch of infants who receive fewer votes. We have a death cult, an anti-democratic death cult in the White House and in the Senate and in the house. And we have another cult. I don't know what. The democratic cult. That has some kind of path pathology. To pre- make believe it's all freaking okay. If we are only are polite to each other. While the entire Government is burning down around us while the earth is burning down around us while our fellow americans die around us or get sick and this 74 year old con man he's hopped up on steroids they propped him up to make that propaganda trip and all of the it really is like north korea What's the difference? There's no accountability. No one is calling him out. They're falling right into it. It's like they... Because they don't want to be accused of being biased by the right wing, they go overboard to be what? Nothing then? Is that the opposite of biased? The neutral it's not even neutral it's it's uh it's like being a uh, it's acquiescing it's enabling the press is supposed to inform the country but they're they're tying uh uh the country they're putting blindfolds on everyone's eyes let's pretend that This is a normal thing. Who cares? So, maybe they should say, in normal times, we might care if a president was incapacitated. But this freaking president does nothing but sit on a toilet and watch Fox News and tweet. He's a hindrance. So, right? I I mean, it drives me insane. They... They go from stories about Olivia Troy coming out and saying what an inept goddamn baboon he is, how he stops meetings, uh, how he busts into meetings, to scream and cry that they were mean to him on Fox News. And who's going to handle that while they're trying to come up with a plan so not—I mean— Thousands will continue to die. So maybe not as many people will die. They're trying to come up with a plan. And the baboon comes in, breaks into the meeting. And there goes full stop. He does nothing. This is what we hear. So they go from a story about Olivia Troy, how he is... He, he is the greatest danger to this country. And they go right into this helicopter ride. Whoopee effing doopy, He's coming home. The con man's coming home. Whatever. He f- pretended to work. He signed his name with marker on an empty blank folder. I mean, stop it. God damn it. Stop freaking falling for it. I i can't handle it, really. Especially then I hear Joe Biden. It continues. So many things. When I was watching the, the town hall, its I'm sure it's, I think it's still on or whatever, but it's so depressing, frankly. Knowing what... I mean, honestly, I really feel like I wish I could take the goddamn red pill again. What is it? what is it the red, the red one well, the pill that puts you back to sleep and I could go plug into the matrix again and go about my business saving cats or something or animals in general. So wouldn't that be nice? But no, I gotta live in this country awake. Listening to the goddamn state media work its ass off to so uh, so the right wing fascists don't cry fake news, fake news, or whine about the liberal media. Who effin cares? Who cares what they say? They're gonna say it anyway. The only thing the the one thing that Pete Buttigieg said that I appreciated and he was right that who cares if they call us whatever socialists they got to say that regardless of what we do and that is absolutely right who cares if they call us so, as as if it's a dirty word it's a t- it's time for socialism in this country it's time that we join the rest of the world, and regulate capitalism. Partly so another con man can never rise again. But, whatever, I'm getting ahead of myself here. We have so many problems. One of, in my opinion, the ground zero of our problems is money and politics. But, it's just corruption from both sides. This both sides shit, though? I mean, of course, I... It is both sides, but the both sides, only one side is acting like the other side is normal. It's that Nancy Pelosi clip that we played where she says, we're asking the Republican Party to take back their party. The, we, America needs a Republican Party that's done such great work for this country. What? What? That's what we see all the time. This is a tactic. I don't know why. But you know why? No, I'm not I it's not, I'm sorry. It is. I do know why. It's because and I don't I hate to say it, but it is true that the Democrats is the Democrats is <laughs> The Democrats the Democrats is the Democrats real the, the corporate dems, you know? They don't they, they don't have the goddamn spine to do what it takes to fix this country. They can't be stupid. They know what's wrong with this country. They know that we're dying from concentrated wealth, from upward immobility. They know that 40 years we were the most upwardly mobile and now we're the least, which is a disgrace. And that's why I do this show, too to get this out there. Where do you hear that? Do they say that? That should be on the corporate media every goddamn minute. It should be on a crawl on the corporate media. That 40 years ago, we were the most upwardly mobile of all the Western democracies, and now we're the least upwardly mobile. What the hell happened? What happened was trickle-down bullshit tax policy that funneled more money into the pockets of people who will never spend it in a million lifetimes and will use that mad money to corrupt government and we used to understand that the american people for the most part i don't know for the most whatever i can't go back in time but i do know that we had leaders that would use their bully pulpits to remind the american people that the reason we tax the bloated fortune as teddy roosevelt put it that's what he called it the bloated fortune so it doesn't get bigger than the state itself but this this government on both sides of the aisle, seems invested in uh, the ruse that bloated fortunes are the, you know, are, are the, the point. That's why we constitute government, so we can get a couple of families and, or people who have bloated fortunes and that's freedom somehow right am i diagnosing this wrong jesus christ we are pathetic cuz we've we've allowed it we've allowed that fantasy but you you really you see how they change when the American people don't take no for an answer. You see how they run and scramble to take a knee for, in front of a camera and pull down statues and evolve. They take, that's what you, we have to do. But we're not unified. And people don't even realize it. They're still, they still think that this is a functioning society. That this is great. the America, America's great. It's the greatest. It's the bestest. It's the be bestest. That's what they think. That's why they're up. They're actually th- on wherever, on TV right now, asking Joe Biden a question, saying, I'm an undecided voter leaning towards you. I'm undecided. And no one, no one rolls their eyes. I'm an undecided voter. The, and they they aren't embarrassed. They don't say that with a sense of shame. They're not like, I know, I know. I'm undecided. I know. They're, they're all, they're arrogant about it. I'm undecided, you know, like as if, there, That makes them somewhat superior than the rest of us who have a clue what's going on, right? I don't know. I'm independent. That's why people say they're independents. There are really no true independents. You're either... You lean one way or the other. It's sort of like bisexuality in a way. Not that I know. I don't know. Whatever. Then I'm going to get a letter from somebody. I'm a true... Fifty-fifty down the middle, bisexual. You know what I mean. Well, you're you're the you're rare, frankly. They, not that there aren't bisexual people that go okay, can go either way, but usually you, are, fall on one side of the spectrum, or another. Same thing with undecided voters. Most. People will stick with their party. There really aren't undecided voters. When I was young and I first res- registered for um, for to to vote in general, I registered as an independent because I was young and I was I convinced myself that I would vote. I just want to see uh, who's got the best policies for me. Me, Tara Devlin, little old me. But then I quickly realized that I was never voting for a Republican, that they were a party that is really um, a death cult masquerading as a political party. And they weren't... um, It was more of a dog whistle death cult then, but I could hear the dog whistles. I could see. I read, and the more I came of age and understood what the hell country I was living in, the more appalled I was at the Republicans. So, which it's been hard for me to say Republican. (laughs) Republican. Republican? No. It really is because I keep, I say Republican now, and it just comes out. And when I say Republican, it makes me feel like I'm saying it wrong. So, before I continue, I want to say thank you, Jim, for your lone soul and very isolated super chat. Thank you. Jim is like a guy that he comes to the show and he always pays the cover charge. You know what I'm saying? So, thank you, Jim, really. And he's also a patron. I don't know, Jim. You are... You you show them how it's done. No, no. I, I mean, Jim... I'm not trying to make anybody feel bad. Everybody's invited here. I understand. This is a shitty time. If People don't have... If they can't afford it, they can't afford... I get it. So, that's why everybody's invited to our Discord page. And, yeah. We don't want to, you know... We don't want to... Make it such that, you know, when we say we stick together, we win. That's, we stick together, we win. You know what I mean? So, what was the first thing that Twitler did when he entered the White House? Of course, he took off his mask. He's got goddamn coronavirus. Oh, he's surviving? Because they hopped him up on steroids so he can make that helicopter ride that the American people... Would be inundated on every goddamn channel with, so we can, gl- our eyes will be glued. It's not like the Kennedy assassination or the moon landing, for Christ's sakes. Let's watch the con man go back to the people's house so he can continue to stain it with his presence and disgrace us. ...where he can sell our secrets... ...he could just tell our secrets... ...to all our anti-democratic adversaries... ...he tells... ...that's what he does... ...he gives away classified information... ...because it makes him feel like a big man... ...he wants... ...the Israelis... ...or whatever... ...whoever was there... ...he gave classified secrets to... ...and he wants the Russians... ...to be like... ...oh yeah... Putin's your best buddy when Putin is using him. Really. Putin's using him. It's like a an asshole that, I don't know, everybody, not, not not that I know, I never acted like this, would hang out with because they wanted to use his pool. You know what I mean? So they're putting up with him. Or they're, they're manipulating. It's just like a, an easy mark. Or it's a... It's not even that. Because then that makes you feel bad for him. Like somebody is being taken advantage of. It's like... I don't, they're conning him. He's a con man. But he only cons the easily led. Anybody... Most people see him coming a mile away. But... The the Russians and all and the Saudis and the all the anti democratic foreign dictators, the North Koreans, they they know what they're dealing with. They're not sincere. When Kim Jong-un writes this dotard, a love letter, you think he means it? They know that he's easily played the love letters he gets and and twitler he loves it he i mean i'm i don't i would i wouldn't be surprised if kim jong un sprayed it with perfume and put it in the mail i he calls him your excellency in the letters and talks about how wonderful it was how he was honored to meet him If only everybody would... Everyone should be honored to meet him. That's how he feels. But I could see all of the North Korean... I could see Kim Jong-un and all of his co-conspirators just hanging around, laughing their asses off while they wrote that letter, knowing that he would fall for it hook, line, and sinker. So much so that he, he... he put out a, he minted a coin commemorating the historic s- summit with the frickin' hermit kingdom, looking for who look, another one, looking for validity, for legitimacy. It's sort of like Joe Biden giving the con man legitimacy. The American people, the American, America herself giving the hermit kingdom a, uh, a dictatorship that starved its own people. I thought Saddam gassed his own people. It was terrible, terrible. But, you know, here we are, new day. So it's sort of like Joe Biden really kind of gives Twitler legitimacy as Twitler's meeting with Kim Jong-un gives North Korea and Kim Jong-un legitimacy as well on the world stage. He doesn't think there's anything wrong with North Korea. He thinks it's a sign that Kim Jong-un is a tough cookie. Oh, he's a young guy who took over a country. He thinks it's great. That he killed his uncle or whatever. He killed other, another uh, adversary and chopped his head off and put it on the steps of their fake parliament. So when the other, it's sort of like, well, that's that is like what you know uh, Augustus did by terrorizing the senators. And thereby dismantling, uh, helping dismantle the Roman Republic. But they put this corpse on the steps of wherever, the the government building that they all go and pretend to uh, legislate for the people. They put the guy's head in his hands, holding it on the steps of this. I mean, it's just gruesome and disgusting. And that's Twitler's friend. And then he's got the other friend who poisons journalists and political rivals, who kills, who goes into our allies' country and tries to poison rivals or anyone who spoke up dissidents. Everything that this country was supposed to be founded on, Twitler wipes his ass with. He says that's weak, but... He's got it exactly backwards cuz he is he's weak. It's not strong. Putin's not strong. Kim Jong Un isn't strong. He's not a smart cookie. Cuz they have everything that he wants. He wants unbridled power. And every time they the corporate media follows that effing helicopter or whatever. In this situation, you're going to follow his helicopter like it's a, nat- a national emergency. It's not a national emergency to- that he's sick. He-, he brought it on himself, and he's not a leader. We know what he does. In fact, we should be relieved if he's under the weather. If he's not able to perform his duties, what the fuck does he do? He signs blank pieces of paper? Jesus Christ. So, not only did he, he minted a coin for his historic meeting with Kim Jong-un... Hold on to your hats. You probably heard this already. You can now pre-order a $100 Trump Defeats COVID commemorative coin at the White House gift shop. You want to vomit? I'm surprised he didn't brand it with a freaking can of Goya beans. Everyone who orders it gets a free can of Goya as a thank you gift, denigrating and destroying this country, turning it into nothing but i mean vile greed greedy i mean we have, this country is is um hypocritical, of course it is, but at least we on the surface, advanced democratic causes and freedom and democracy and free speech and not torturing and all of the good stuff that was we were supposed to have learned over the thousands of years of recorded history. Trump defeats COVID coins. Right out of some kind of dystopian novel, really, This con man has taken over the country and the cult, they will eat this shit up. The lost cause cult. And I keep saying, you know, history will revile them, right? It will. History will look back on the Trump cult and the Trump as as, with the even more they will look back with revision well what's the word they will re- they, they will revile them even more than normal people do now but only if you know in the near future it's not only if if the history will look back with disgust on them but in the near future the media and the democrats they're going to work overtime to help rehabilitate this party oh yes they will just like they rehabilitate george w bush the goddamn war hero i mean war criminal war hero war criminal who sent our fellow americans to die based on a lie that should be um you don't get a you don't get a do over that's not a mulligan. You sent human beings to die based on a lie. I don't care. They're soldiers. They are expendable. I guess, oh, they, I guess t- George W. Bush thought they were losers too. No, they love the military. They love sending people to die based on lies. It's so good for their reelection campaigns. Not so good for the humans or their families, or the people who suffer, and and all the residual effects when they come back. Which is why I know that you know, everyone people say we're such a warlike species, and we are. There hasn't been a, a, a year on this planet not in some kind of conflict somewhere. It's usually in multiple places at once, but that doesn't mean that is a human, you know, a human, um, like we're drawn to that. That we must war with other human beings because if if that was the case, if we were supposedly such a warlike species, we may behave like that. But that's that's why I know we're. We, have, we, we must evolve, and we're supposed to evolve. Otherwise, we wouldn't be in pain. War wouldn't bring such residual effects mentally on those who's, who experience it. Soldiers having PTSD coming back from war. The officers who send them, who plot the wars... They become the biggest anti-war advocates from experiencing war. But it's they, they know the reality of war. And that's how I know, too. Uh, in our human hearts, we're not supposed to be blowing each other up, killing each other. Otherwise, if that was the case, Mother Nature would have prog- programmed us better where... When we engage in war, we wouldn't have such detrimental residual mental breakdowns. Right? It makes sense. And yeah, the only way, yeah, we get, they tell us tales, write songs, write poems, heroes, movies, you know. So. That's what keeps us going in with the bullshit. All right. Where are we? Let me see. I haven't checked in with the... Oh, hi, Shannon. Shannon is on Facebook. Chat. Yes. <laughs> Anthony James says, Switler won't live to age 99. He won't see 79. You're right. David says, keep up the good work. Yes. Sheila says, true, this is true. Uh, I, I should have pointed that out as well. He had to upstage Biden's town hall. Absolutely. And Yvette has a vote emoji. And thank you, thank you too. Yeah, that's true. He had to upstage biden's town hall because that's the plan you see republicans don't have a plan they never did and they never will except for dismantling democracies by rigging the election i mean gerrymandering kicking people off the voting rolls and stuffing the supreme court and all the other court all the other courts in between and as the fascists as the nazis did another thing we should continuously remind the american people that's how you unravel a democracy you can't unravel a democracy without corrupting the courts it's it's a given because what happens is that when you start seeing your democracy dying and then you try to take it you try to get recourse by taking it to court you meet up with one of the loyalists and they nullify it it's exactly what happened in Nazi Germany exactly and that's what they're doing but no one ever points that out on the corporate media as if it's just political uh, fighting you know which is ridiculous that's why we have we're, we're the embarrassment of Earth when people from other countries say oh yeah America the greatest country on earth they'd say it with uh, derision they're laughing they say it with irony they look at the idiots waving the flags that they have zero Understanding what these flags stand for. And they laugh. They're the greatest. They laugh on their way to their doctor's appointment. Where they don't have to go bankrupt or go on GoFundMe. They laugh. Unreal. They laugh when when they're on their mandatory 30 days of vacation or sick leave. They laugh when they're on their guaranteed maternity leave for both men and women. They laugh when they're on when they're taking a sick day. That we you know if you have that through your through the lord that you serve in your private the private corporation that you serve, good for you. But every other country has sick leave vacation leave, retirement as a federal mandate, as a guarantee. Oh, my God. And we're here. Oh, freedom. I'm free. Pull yourself up by your bootstraps. I don't need government. We hear these dumb, 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 dumb dumb bastards repeating repeating the fucking talking points of their oppressor oppressors excuse me unbelievable so what did twitler do he flew his goddamn helicopter wonderful oh he's better he still got the coronavirus. And he walked into the White House and took off his mask. And then he, they did a propaganda video. That's the plan for battling coronavirus. You understand? It's not, hey, wear a mask, stay home, socially distance. I mean, we're well past that now. We should have done that months ago. We were trying until... Twitter started screaming, liberate Michigan, liberate Virginia. Getting in the way of progress, as Republicans do. Right? Yeah. What a world on YouTube. Two White House cleaning staff also have COVID. Exactly. As I've been saying for years... Republicans are not healthy for children and other living things. Remember that whole, that old poster? I mean, I wasn't around for that. I'm not that old, but not, I am old, but not that old. Re- what, it was, what was it? Uh, not healthy for children? War is not healthy for children and other living things. The famous poster. <clears throat> All right. Where was I? Hold on. Yeah, they're selling a commemorative coin. Trump beat COVID. Trump defeats COVID. Not just beat it. I mean, he defeated it. Don't you know? Tell that to how many people died today? Let's see. How many people died of COVID today? Let me see today. Wow, what a... I'm just looking at this graph here. Let me show you. You see, I'm just wondering what was this. You see this big spike right here? What did Trump do that day? There has to be something that he did. He tweeted something. He said something. He fucked up something. So it goes boom, 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 boom. And then it's whoop. So, how many people died today? Oh, this is all New York. Let's see. New York City, New York, United States, 210,332 died today so far. Seven million and forty-eight. People have the coronavirus and up in, in 34,491 were infected today. <laughs> we'll make that 440. How many people working in the White House? Jesus Christ. He's a goddamn typhoid Mary, that guy. And it's not about him. It's about us. You wear a mask to save somebody. You might save somebody's life. Isn't that your, the minimum patriotic duty of every single American, much less human being? We should give a shit. I know, this party of life, they sure are full of shit, aren't they? They won't even wear a mask, this party of life. They won't even well well, i won't get it and if i get it i'll beat it well it's not about you unbelievable unreal but not unreal sadly it's very real that's why i i look like this i can't sleep All right, and while I'm getting this, please become a patron at patreon.com slash Super chats work too, but okay. Uh, coins commemorating Donald Trump surviving COVID. It's not over yet. You don't just get over COVID in four days. Are already available for pre-order at an online gift shop. The $100 Trump Defeats COVID. Let's see what they look like. They must have been getting these ready. When? Oh, this this page is really slow loading. There must be so many people on it. Let's see if I could find somebody on Twitter who captured a screenshot. Trump Defeats COVID. Oh wow. Look at this. Already the Lincoln Project. Oh well this is the shot of Twitler when he went he went into the White House without and took off his mask. What is this? Oh yeah. <laughs> they added a oxygen ventilator sound. He can't breathe. See? He's having trouble breathing. Definitely he is definitely having trouble breathing look at that He's like I had to do his propaganda video because that's all he's got The historic oh here it is photo coming soon. Uh, They haven't finished it Who's designing it Stephen Miller Pre-order ships, November 14th. Final commemorative coin for President Trump's first term, President Donald J. Trump defeats COVID. (laughs) Defeats COVID. Tell it to the nearly 400 people that dropped dead today. But what do we know? Unbelievable. That goes to show you once again that the Republicans don't give a shit about the American people. They're they're minting coins while we're still dying, while we're still unable to go to work normally or school normally. And the disgrace of the 210,000 dead and counting it's going to be a lot more and he has the the goddamn the not balls because he has nothing, none of those he's got the temerity to friggin mint a coin president They and you know it was his idea part of his they had to run it by him it's all marketing. That's the only thing that they're doing. They don't govern. You understand? They are marketers. They're putting on the Trump show. And we're all forced to watch this, this reality TV show. And they use the budget comes from the National Treasury. And they have have people standing on the street. They had tickets to the Trump show. And we certainly have 35% of American people that are like, me, 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 me. I'll go. I'll go sit in that audience. Jesus Christ. All right, let me check in with the chat. Since I haven't in a while. Yeah, Chris Christie's sick. How many of them are sick? Let's see. I know there's like 20 now. How many republicans have coronavirus in the White House? Okay, let's see. Hope Hicks? Of course, she's Typhoid Mary. All right. They're all Typhoid Mary. Chris Christie... Kaylee McEnany, Ronna McDonald. Who would name somebody Ronna McDonald? When your name is McDonnell and you name your daughter Ronna? Ronna McDonald? Ronna McDonald? I don't know. Kellyanne Conway, Hope Hicks, Bill Stephian, Senator Tom Tillis, Senator Mike Lee. Oh my God. Senator Ron Johnson, none of these, well, you know, they're they not out of the woods, let's put it that way. Con- Trump <laughs> defeats COVID coins are on sale on the website of the White House gift shop, which is not affiliated with the White House, supposedly. Supposedly, really. A- the coin is part of a series designed by Anthony Gianni, Anthony Gianini, is that how you pronounce it? Chairman of the White House gift shop. Oh, God. He described COVID, the COVID-19 coin as the last in a series illustrating President Trump's ascendance over and defeat of the deadly COVID pandemic virus. You fucking traitor. You disgrace, Anthony Giannini. President Trump's ascendance over and defeat of the coronavirus pandemic? It's like they're in cahoots, if this was 1944, and they're in cahoots with the Nazis, and then they declare victory, which is what the Republicans would have done. Oh yeah, we uh, we're we're working with Hitler. We're Well, they wouldn't say that. They would say, "Yes, we won." But don't worry about the the reality. President Trump's ascendance over and defeat of the deadly COVID pandemic and the rest of the world is laughing. This is goddamn North Korea. It is. That's what they do. Pretend. Just make it up. Put out a marketing campaign. That's all they can do. They can't govern. That's why they have to sign fake pieces of paper. Fake uh, work. What is he doing? Sitting there. Signing his name on a, in the middle of a piece of paper? That's not work, fucker. And we're paying him to sit there and pull the fucking ruse over our eyes and it's like we all call like you know when you call in sick to work and you're not sick and you're like (coughs) that's what he's doing but he's it's the opposite he's like yeah yeah i'm at work i'm at work look at me see look 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 i put on my jacket first of all he those two photos that he released that those freaking anti-american propagandists who hate America and are dismantling democracy, who are representing a minority of the American people, and they received fewer votes and are only in power because they are willing to do whatever it takes, including kick people off the voting rolls. They're willing to do whatever dirty trick. But the only reason, look, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> Because I went on that whole long rant about, what was I saying? That sucks. I do that a lot. That's probably because I only got one super chat tonight. (laughs) And it's kind of getting on my nerves. Well, it doesn't get, it's not on my nerves. It hurts my feelings. (laughs) No, no. Don't even say that. It just gives me, it makes me, um nervous uh let's put it that way it's not yes that's the appropriate word i get like oh okay are we not working it's just this is gonna work out you know what i mean anyway so um what was i saying okay i'll just keep reading this it'll probably come back to me the coin is part of a series oh yes anthony Gia, giannini the chairman of the white house gift shop he prescribed he described the covet 19 coin as the last in the series yes president Trump's ascendance over and defeat of the deadly COVID pandemic virus. When we heard the sad news of president Trump's positive COVID test, sad news, but totally, uh, totally expected. Once again, we had faith and prayed. We knew our president would find a way to knock out COVID in early rounds of this battle You son of a bitch. This could be released from the North Korean press office. You understand that. When we heard the sad news of our dim leaders' positive COVID test, once again we had faith and prayed. We knew our great president would find a way to knock out COVID in the early rounds. Only him, because he's so much better than us, right? Like I was saying earlier, there were two perfect people, according to right-wingers. It, there were, there's Jesus, and then there's Twitler. President Trump, as you know, is a fan of boxing. And the new design includes more than a hint... Oh my god, I want to vomit. ...of superhero qualities. I'm not kidding. In history's most fascinating president. Ireland. I, are you listening, Ireland? Please. Um, I hope you've received the letters the thir- the 50,000 letters i've sent you ireland i need to come home ireland someone is there some wonderful person who lives in ireland who's an irish citizen an irish not citizenship you don't have to be a citizenship you don't have to be the whole citizenship you just got to be a citizen i can become a citizen I just need a a place to stay. I don't know. I guess I could knock on my uncle's door, but it's been many years. I saw him when I was about eight years old. He might not recognize me. I think I changed a little. Oh, my God. Friggin unbelievable where we where do we live everyone and they, and that is something they write that and they're not even embarrassed that's what disturbs me more that they are not embarrassed to write that they don't see how disturbing that is But don't rest assured. You better believe it. Remember back in the day. What was that? Obama was such. He was just such a celebrity. That was their big problem with him. He's a celebrity. He's getting a lot of attention around the world. Obama is the biggest celebrity. Look, here. I found it. Let's play it. She's one of the smartest people you oh, ever to meet. After it's the probably. ad. Let's not. After the ad. Please. Video. Hurry up. Oh, thank you for your super chat, Richard W. All right. Here we go.
0: Camp is raising a lot of eyebrows. Oh, this it's isn't the, the
1: celebrity in the world. But is he ready to lead? Pundits say the risk the McCain campaign is taking is acknowledging Barack Obama's fame while trying to portray it as a negative. During a campaign stop in Missouri, reporters asked Obama if he had seen the ad. I don't pay attention to John McCain. Although I do notice that he doesn't seem to have anything very positive to say about himself, does he? He doesn't, he, he seems to only be talking about me. But hours after the McCain ad was released, the Obama campaign released an ad that accuses McCain of practicing oh, both the sides. politics of the past. It was the second ad in two days responding to negative ads from the McCain campaign. Judy Boysha, the Associated Press. Remember when we were young and Republicans had the, just had a gleam of f- fascism? Fasc- fascism was just a gleam in the eyes of people like Lee Atwater, but he was dead. So, there's a, so that was good. Remember? Before? My god. It's unreal. Oh, thank you, Errol Thomas. And Richard, uh, Richard says, another great show, Tara. Thank you for being so generous about that. Even though, in my mind, I'm like, you know, I'm not a, I don't have good, sometimes, well, not all the time, but it's not. Um, I, I can't go in there alone, you know what I'm saying, into my brain, my mind. You don't want to go in there alone. You want to bring back up. That's why I bring you into my mind. So you can talk me down and say, no, no, it's okay. The show's all right. Don't worry. You won't, you'll, you'll be, you'll, the show will, all right. What what did say? I say? I feel like the show will never go anywhere. That's what I think. That we will never grow. I'll be constantly sitting here and then I'll drop dead and I'll be here going, you know, please become a patron. I'm sure I'll still say that, but that might be my last words. Please become a patron. Please become a patron. River on Periscope says, I'm Irish, and what is a super chat? It's something on YouTube that people who are watching on YouTube. It's only on YouTube. They can do a tip. like They can donate to the show and also add little emojis and fun little things if they want to. I have to I was try I got to do this. It's it's just I have to do so many things. I'm that's another reason I ask you to become a patron only because it's also we might be able to get some help, you know? So <clears throat> I don't have to do everything. Cuz there's only so many hours in the day, especially when you have to save a kitten's life. Right? So, then, uh, yeah. I I have to... Wh- I wanted to make it... There were some things you could do to make the show more fun as far as interactive, where little f- fun things will pop up when people do a super chat or whatever. You know. I don't know. That's what I was looking into. So, when it goes super chat, something like a Francis Jr. Jr. face, like, you know, or something. Or a Ray. A Ray face. Oh, poor Ray. I wish I could keep him. I really do. He's so good. I never met such a good cat. Well, except for Tara Jr. Jr. Right off the bat. Usually, I mean, he's scared, of course. But less than 24 hours... In human care for the first time, I was able to pick him up and kiss his little head three times. And he didn't even squirm. And he's also coming to me and like putting his head into my hand because he likes, you know, being pet. He's trying to make me pet him. That's a great sign, okay? That means that cat's going to be. An amazing cat for somebody. He's very friendly. I can't believe it. I really can't believe that's the cat that we were trying to catch. And it is, of course, because there was only one that looked like him. And the other ones are grown up. It's always heartbreaking. That's why even... Yeah, you try to do the best. You try to help them. You are helping them. You, We put winter shelters down. We feed them. We try to make their lives manageable. And then if they're sick, we try to get them help. And it's just a whole process. But it's nice when you can do something like that. It's always better for them to have a house, of course. It's live with people. So that's what you hope. Always give get them a home, but some of them will, will never... They'll live on the street. And then they have short lives, you know. Always so much danger out there. They're eating shit. People are bastards. People poison them. There was a thing here in Queens. Right near my house. There were... The Guardian Angels were going around. You know, Curtis Sliwa's organization. They've also... The only reason I appreciate them is because... I don't really appreciate that. I mean, they're whatever. Live and let live. But they uh, have taken up animal causes, so they will um, fight for animals too. So I appreciate that. So they went around and they were, they put up posters because some effing waste of human DNA was poisoning the community cats. He was putting antifreeze in their food. Which is a poison. So they die horrible deaths, too. Suffering. And I hope he dies a horrible death. Whoever he is. And you know it's probably a he. No, maybe not. It could be a she. But who would do that? That's what would be fucking sick. If I ever caught somebody doing that, I would probably not have a show this that week. Because I would be in prison. Jail. There's no doubt. I would fucking lose it. I really would. It's It says everything about us you as human beings. That's why I love animals. It's a reflection. It's all politics, too. It's a reflection of who we are. How do we treat creatures that don't have a voice? Just because they can't speak up? for themselves so we have to speak up for them it's not about them either it's about us how we are so some people are very sick but they are very good people too of course who help the animals I meet mean, a lot of very very nice I can't even say very I hate saying very now because I think of the asshole twitler very very i'm doing very well i'm doing great (gasps) and you know okay let's see when the drugs wear off i i still need to know why there isn't hydroxychloroquine in his drug cocktail no one has ans ans asked him that question yet all of the corporate media. You know what I mean? It's like he can get away with it. Let's pretend that he didn't spend months telling people to take hydroxychloroquine so much so that people died from it. That's okay. It's only our fellow Americans. We don't give a shit about each other, clearly. Sort of like tonight on the, on the Joe Biden's town hall. I was going to lose my shit again because... He was going on about how coronavirus all the bills for coronavirus, if you have coronavirus, it should all be free. it should be taken care of. just coronavirus though right? If you got something else, you're shit out of luck in the united United States of serfs and lords if you're but just if you have the politically um palatable sickness a du jour, it should be paid for. It It is such hypocrisy beyond belief. And that's why, you know, it's not patriotic. I, I When I was on Ron Placone's show today, that's what I was saying. We should reframe, and we say it on the show here, all of our, our policies as patriotic imperatives. You don't, how, how patriotic is it To say it's okay that we have millions of Americans without health care or who are underinsured. What is this underinsured? It's like, underinsured? We allow these terms into our vernacular like donor class, underinsured. Fuck you. How's that? Underinsured billionaires are riding us all to the bank and we have people under like what no wonder and th- and then we have others that are like well i'm undecided because gl- guess what i haven't had a wake-up call yet i haven't had a pre-existing condition or a or a catastrophic medical illness that brought me to the brink. That maybe made me declare medical bankruptcy. Or I haven't, you know, pick it. Pick your tragedy. Your your friggin' rug that could be pulled out from under you. And if you've never experienced that, you should thank your lucky stars. But they're, they're, that's life. You never know what's around the corner and the american people they have been trained they're constantly trained to not give a shit about their fellow americans that's the truth to say well what about my what about my insurance my my private he mentioned it again tonight my private your private insurance who fucking cares G- get rid of private insurance any other Business? If this were if there were an auto company or whatever that killed thirty-five thousand people every year, we would stand for it? Would politicians be like, everybody loves it? You just don't know when you get in the car who's going over a cliff or not. But other than that, we all love it. Americans love it. See? Look, we're all saying it in unison. Americans love it. Everyone loves it. Right? And then you're like, do I love it? You start thinking, wait, wait, wait. Private health, do I, 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 I love my private health. Yes. I certainly do. I love it. And because I want to be one of the crowd now. I'm a rugged individual. I'm an American. And Americans just don't want; they don't want to be told what uh, I don't know. They they just don't want to be uh, like everybody else. So they want they they want freedom. D u m b. They like their socialist security. They like their socialism like cafeteria style. If until. Finally, it breaks through, and they they can. We have socialist security and socialist Medicare, even though before that, those programs that are beloved, we had to endure the the people who were alive then had to endure the same old, same old bullshit about socialism. How oh. America will be over. Like Reagan said, you know, about Medicare. Wait a minute. Let me find that. Uh, Ronald Reagan, Medicare. He re- released, they released, or whatever, the Republicans released a, a record an actual LP record to, to warn people about Medicaid. Medicaid was
0: coming, and it was the worst. It was going to ruin America. They say once the Faran bill is passed, This nation will be provided with a mechanism for socialized medicine, capable of indefinite expansion in every direction until it includes the entire population. What? We can't say we haven't been warned. Wait a minute. Congressman Ferrand is no longer a congressman of the United States government. He has been replaced, not in his particular assignment, but in his backing of such a bill by Congressman King of California.
1: Oh my it is presenting the idea of a Why great emergency that millions
0: this? of our senior citizens are unable to provide needed medical care but this ignores the fact that in the last decade 127 million of our citizens in just 10 years have come under the protection of some form of privately owned medical or hospital oh my, insurance wow now the advocates of this bill when you try to oppose it challenge you on an emotional basis they say what would you do throw these poor old people out to die with no medical attention that's yes. ridiculous, and, of course, yes. no one has advocated it. Oh, of course. We would never
1: fact. do that. Never, 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 even though, you know, we would. Even though that's what we're doing.
0: What the hell is this? Come on. In the last session of Congress, a bill was adopted known as the Kerr-Mills Bill. Now, without even allowing this bill to be tried to see if it works, Listen they to have the, introduced this king bill, which is really the friend. In his voice. What is the Kerr Mills bill? It is it, a frank recognition a of the medical need or problem of a senior citizens that I've mentioned. Oh, wow. And it is provided from the federal government money to the states and the local communities. Oh, my that can be God. Used at the discretion of the state to help they, those people who need it. We really want to h- help now, the old. The you see,
1: we're Republicans. We let them, says we insist on for people. years before Social Security, we let them die of hyperthermia in the winter and malnutrition all year long, which was the number one cause of death for the elderly before Socialist Security. But, you know, we really have the best interests. We have their best interests at heart.
0: ...health insurance for senior citizens on a basis of age alone, regardless of whether they earn millions of dollars, whether they have an income, whether they're protected going by on insurance, whether they have savings...
1: Like, they give a shit!
0: Excused for believing wait, wait, hold on,
1: you can't hear that, seat. can you? What the fuck this is going on? Hold
0: on, hold on. My sh- You can't hear what I'm hearing.
1: Oh, maybe you can. Can you hear that? Somebody on the chat will t- tell me in a minute. La la. Everything's a mess on my computer. You couldn't hear that. Could you hear Ronald Reagan talking? Or was it just me sitting here thinking uh, you were hearing Ronald Reagan talking? And uh, as I was commenting... Let me see. Nobody's answering me. You heard it. Okay. Yes. Let me see. Hold
0: on. They want to attach this bill to Social Security. And they say here is a great insurance program now instituted, now working. Let's take a look at Social Security itself. Again, very few of us disagree with the original premise that there should be some form of saving that would keep destitution from following unemployment by reason of death, disability, or old age.
1: Yeah, sure you do. Now they do, right? It's like the pre-existing condition thing that they all now, we all protect it. It's the Republican way. Even though we fought and fought and fought and we're now in court trying to get rid of it, but, you know, <laughs> we all believe in socialist security. It's the same scam. They're a bunch of freaking liars.
0: And to this end, social security was adopted, but it was never intended to supplant private savings, private insurance, Shut pension up. programs, yeah, and unions, bitch. And
1: industries. He's talking about Medicare, remember. Sc- he's scaring that's what they do scaring
0: now in our country under our everybody freedom, oh my on god
1: founding, I'm there I'm gonna be able to go to the doctor
0: father for the first time established the idea that you and I had within ourselves the God-given right and ability to determine our own destiny oh, this god. freedom was built into our government with safeguards we talked to strangely aspect of majority rule is all that is needed. Well, majority rule is a fine aspect of democracy provided there are guarantees written in to our government concerning the rights of the individual and of the minorities. What can we do about this? Well, you and I can do a great deal. We can write to our congressmen, to our and senators, and right now that we want no further encroachment on these individual liberties and freedoms. And at the moment, the key issue is we do not want socialized medicine. Oh so my! You think when I say the right, horror! The congressman or the senator that this is like writing fan mail to a television program. It isn't. In Washington today, forty thousand letters, less than a hundred per congressman, are evidence of a trend in public thinking. Representative Halleck of Indiana has said,
1: "This is American an LP. Who the hell something? put this on their record player and listened?" Well, Republicans, I know, I know
0: of our traditional free enterprise system. Oh, yes. You and I can do this. The only way we can do it is by writing to our congressman, even if we believe that he's on our side to begin with, right to strengthen his hand, give him the ability to stand before his colleagues in Congress and say, I have heard from my constituents and this is what they want. Jeez. Write those they letters now. want to die needlessly without health care. And, this program, I promise and you make the rich richer. As surely as the sun will come up <sighs> right. And behind it will come other federal programs that will invade every area of freedom as we have known it in this country. Until, one day, as Norman Thomas said, we will awake to find that we have socialism. <laughs> and if you don't do this, and if I don't do it, one of these days, you and I... I are wish. ...are going to spend our sunset years telling our children, and our children's children, what it once was like in America, when men were free. Mm. God.
1: You see the scam goes way way back in the way back machine same old scam fear be afraid not giving a shit of course when democrats are successful in passing popular programs that help the american people because it was always the democrats never the republicans that the republicans have never done a single thing to help the american people that's for sure but when they find that, oh, the American people, they like this, then they go back and pre preemptively or proactively pretend that they supported it all along, like socialist security, we supported it all along. We always believe that we've always everyone believes that that people shouldn't die and needlessly of hypothermia, you know. We all believe that, who wouldn't? You have to be some kind of monster. Yeah, we're not monsters after all we're We're free enterprise, we're capitalists. We're just we're Americans. That's just not America. We all believe. The shit that um, now everybody likes, we lo- we all believe it after after the fact. Before, I mean, don't pay no attention to the fact that we have spent every election cycle and every day in between fighting and fearmongering about the very thing we now support publicly, supposedly. Um, I'm tired of it. Doesn't. Don't they get it, too? That, this is what confuses me. What about the right-wingers? Don't they get that they're being played? But I, I guess they don't. And it's a failure of the Democratic Party as well to continue uh, to not be able to message this. You see, this asshole, Twitter, is messaging drinking fucking bleach... Killing 210,000 Americans, he's messaging it to his base, to a lot of dum-dums, who are on, not even his his base, who are on the fence. People are on the fence. He killed 210,000 people, and we have undecided voters on the fence right now. Because he was able to message it. Oh, if not for me, you would have lost a million, 210 million would be dead. Not just the the old, the 210,000 Americans who are dead. You know, they were on last legs anyway. They were going to die anyway. They all have heart problems and back problems and feet problems. They got bunions and ingrown toenails, and some of them got, got uh, eczema. I mean, they're, they're going to die anyway. None of them. I mean, thousands of people in states, you know, not one young person, I swear. I swear as I, just as I, I swear that Trump network vitamins are the real deal, guys, I'm telling you. And that I, just like I swear that this is Trump's press secretary on the phone, John Barron, and how Madonna wanted to bang him, but, you know, he was married. Unbelievable. Holy shit.
0: We now know the disease. We didn't know it. Now we know it. It affects elderly people, elderly people with heart problems and other problems. If they have other problems, that's what it really affects, that's it. You know, in some states, thousands of people, nobody young, below the age of 18, like nobody. They have a strong immune system. Who knows? You look. You take your hat off to the young because <sighs> they have a hell of an immune system. But it affects Take your
1: hat off to nobody. the young. It, 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 it affects virtually nobody. I mean, really. After all, those who it affects, they're nobodies. Now, he, me, I'm a somebody. So. If I take my mask off, I have coronavirus, so I'm walking around without a mask in my house. The White House, it is mine. I ain't leaving it. After all, I mean, haven't I been telling you guys? I'm not leaving. Right? Haven't I been telling you all along? Coronavirus... Hook or crook, voting, democracy. I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving that White House. My God. Isn't that a song, I'm not leaving? I'm sure it is. I'm trying to find this one article, but I can't. I can't find it. We almost, we got to do, we got to go soon. Not that anybody cares. No, don't say that. See how it goes on in my head? You just got a glimpse. Let's read this, the, the statement that the guy wrote to commemorate Trump defeats COVID coin. President Trump, as you know, is a fan of boxing. And the new design includes more than a hint of superhero qualities. In history's most fascinating president. What the fuck? superhero qualities Oh yeah 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 That's your dim leader. Now imagine, let's we play it all the time. What if Obama? What if Obama? What do you think the Republicans would be doing? Would they Would they be cool with 210,000 dead? What do you think? Would they be like, yeah, it would have been a lot worse if not for if if Obama didn't shut it down, shut it down, we shut it down. Never mind, the coronavirus has killed more than what is it? The Vietnam War, the Gulf War, the Afghanistan War, and the Iraq War combined. That's alright. Because Nobody gets it. COVID is nothing. Get out there. Liberate. Liberate the whole country. Don't be afraid of COVID. More disinformation. And Joe Biden, give me a break. That's why every time... I I swear, not that they... I, I am sure that some people read his responses on the twitter feed i'm sure they do have staff people reading them because i write back when he tweets out another mr president why don't you whatever it might be mr president why don't you do your job we really need you to do your job we don't need you it's too late for you to do your job. You don't know how to do the job. The job isn't getting in front of a camera. And bullshitting everyone. As you could see. That's why we have 210,000 people dead. But every time he calls him the president. Jesus Christ. He's validating him. Like, Look right here. Now that President Trump is busy tweeting campaign messages... I would ask him to do this: listen to scientists, support masks, support mask mandates nationwide. Now that President Trump shut the f up, he's call him Trump, Mr. Trump. You could still f- fake that you're deferential. That's what they would do. These, rep- I mean, the Democrats don't even n- understand. They don't message that they are the only party that has ever done a goddamn thing for the American people, that have ever promoted policies and passed policies that enable the American people to have somewhat of a life. And what the hell? Mr. President, and they're out there Validating and and propping them up, that's what concerns me, right You realize this this is what's going to happen and it kind of happened after World War II in Germany. It, the generation after then it will they will start re- really assessing what went on here and it's not going to look good for either corporate party, especially the Republicans. But the, that, the first generation, it was exactly like that with the Nazis after World War II. The generation that committed the crimes, that were participants, that were enablers, that were silent enablers, they never, they, they didn't rectify anything. They, were, they didn't want to look in the mirror at their part. It was the children of these people who started that, the true reconciliation of what they had done, ensuring that it would never happen again by teaching it, by squarely looking it in uh, the eye, looking their country in the eye, what they had done, and teaching it to the youth so it never happens again, banning the the symbols... So they can't be a rallying cry or whatever the hell. But what the hell? Joe Biden, he's doing it already. Rehabilitating this con man. So get ready for our lives. No matter what happens, the Democratic Party and the media, they're going to prop this con man up. They will. They will rehabilitate him. Look at the way they they reported on his coronavirus just even today. He's leaving the hospital. They fell for it. Hook, line and sinker. Following his helicopter? We're following a con man who has a fake university. Oh, hi. Tara Jr. Jr. You surprised me. The cat... We'll see if he growls, because I'm sure I, the kitten's smell is on my hand or something. Everyone, Tara Jr. Jr. <laughs> Look, he's not, he's like... Way, 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 way. He doesn't know if he should lay down on my lap, because he smells the kitten. And it's confusing. <laughs> he's all right. All right, let's see who's in the chat here. You hear him? Hi, baby. Mm -mm. Let's see. Eve says, another lady down the street. Same thing. I said that it's more deadly, a thousand a day, and you're trying to say it's cool? Who are you guys? Yep. It's true. Andrea. Trump's profile is reptilian, Oh, yeah. He's not a human. Stephanie says most people in the country don't live their lives as rugged individuals. They actually love socialist security. Well, she says social security. Medicare, firefighters, highways, etc. Oh, the other thing that Joe Biden said during his town hall, and I was like, what the hell? He said... Um, uh, somebody got up and was like, "Defund the police." You know, I'm asking. Uh, say, she was saying that my family are cops and shit, so I am very worried about you defunding the police. And notice how all of the just the questions and and the everything that that is framed, they use the right wing frames. You know, they'll they'll say, I'm really worried about you defunding the police. You know why? Because nobody explains. They don't explain. The media does not explain what it means to defund the police. What what people are talking about, they're talking, they're not talking about no police forces. They're talking about making investments in other types of policing. Where, when you call 911 and someone's in a medical or mental emergency, a cop is two cops with guns aren't the only people who arrive on the scene. Social workers, mental health workers, they arrive on the scene. So, someone in the middle of a crisis doesn't get shot and killed by, for, for no reason, on the worst day of their life. That's what it means, defund the police. But because we're in a nation of infants, and everybody, they act as if we're all supposed to know what it means, you know, educate people. All they do is ask them, what do you think about defunding the police? Or what do you think about that death tax? What do you think about what? That's why we have idiots. Undecided voters? What do you think? Well, why don't you explain to people what it means? And instead of constantly harping on and and putting these low-information voters on TV so they can spread the bullshit, spread their idiocy... Why don't you explain? Use that time to do your job. Explain. Inform. Right? Am I, I don't know. Am I wrong here? This, I'm not wrong. That's why the media, we need the media. There is no, there's no freedom, there's no democracy without a liberal media. You better believe it. Absolutely. I'm looking for this one article. Why can't I find it? Ah, shit. Oh, God. Trump is home, maskless. Docs are still vague. Mom on the lungs. He might just drop dead. He's, he didn't defeat the coronavirus, he has coronavirus. You understand? He's got... How many comorbidities does he have? He's, he's not the specimen of, a, of health that... You know, the fake letter that he dictated to his fake doctor. How, if elected, Trump will be the healthiest man to ever assume the, the office of the presidency. God. It's like a joke. When you say things, when it it's laid out, and you really look at it again, and you're like, holy shit, this is real. It's happening. We really, really, really have a fascist con man squatting in the White House despite receiving fewer votes and a nation of idiots at each other's throats in the middle of a pandemic because of that con man is convincing the dupes that the coronavirus is a no big deal and, re- and convincing them that 210,000 Americans is no big deal. It is what it is. You shouldn't give a shit about your fellow Americans and also well you know it it affects a lot of people on the lower end of the ladder so why do you care they should die they they all gonna die anyway they should die because that's America right we're patriots we got our flags out there waving our flags not giving a shit about anybody but themselves and this article, I finally found it. The last thing we're going to talk about. And maybe, well, one one last thing. I, I got to sh- play. I received another one of those robocalls. I, they've been calling incessantly. That's another thing. Okay? The robocalls. But be- first, an article from the New York Times that says... Um, this is an article, Julie Bosman, Sergey Kowaleski, and J.C. Fortin wrote this article. Twelve days after his wife died of coronavirus, increasing the enormous toll in the United States by one, da- Michael Davis, dazed and grieving, went back to work. He hoped that his job at an assembly plant in Louisville, Kentucky would keep his hands busy, which might occupy his mind too. Maybe it would ease his longing for Dana, 51, a nurse with blonde hair and a bright smile. They were just shy of their seventh wedding anniversary when the coronavirus took her life. But at work, it felt like the pandemic was the only thing people could think about. The center of the conversation at a sprawling factory and on the news, every story seemed to be about the coronavirus. Everything's corona. Everything's corona. That's all you hear all the time, Mr. Davis said. You don't want that reminder all the time of why she's gone. The coronavirus crisis in the United States has claimed nearly 200,000 lives. All right, now it's, we know it's much more the young and the old those living in dense cities and tiny towns people who spent their days at nursing home attendants teachers farmers laborers and retirees the loved ones left behind are trapped in an extraordinary state of torment they've seen their spouses parents and siblings fall ill from the virus They have endured the deaths from a distance through cell phone connections or shaky FaceTime feeds. Now they are left to grieve in a country still firmly gripped by the coronavirus pandemic where everywhere they turn is a reminder of their pain. That aftermath has been uniquely complicated and cruel. In dozens of conversations... People across the United States who have lost family members to the coronavirus describe the maelstrom of unsettled frustration, anger, and isolation, all of it intensified by the feeling that the pandemic is impossible to shut out. Many are bitter over the government's handling of the pandemic, which has brought bleak milestones since the first announcement of the first coronavirus death in late February. By May 27th, more than 100,000 people in the country had died from the virus. Less than four months later, nearly 100,000 more people are dead. Losses captured in the flags, crosses, and photographs at memorials that are popping up around the country. Some survivors have felt a stigma attached to their loved one's death. A faint suggestion by acquaintances that their relatives were somehow to blame for being infected and that they have been particularly distraught by the constant mentions of it in the news, inescapable reminders that resurface their own losses like a pinprick. Unless you're one of the people who's lost somebody, says Corinthia Ford of of Detroit, whose father, a beloved pastor, died of the coronavirus, you don't understand. In Louisville, Mr. Davis ultimately went on short- short-term leave realizing that he needed to step away from a job that that demanded a focus he temporarily lost but staying home brought a different misery in the evenings he began skipping the news in favor of netflix where he hoped he might avoid mentions of the coronavirus scrolling through facebook it was a constant topic he read posts from people who were cavalier about the risks dismissing it as a minor affliction that killed a small fraction of people who caught it. No big deal. One of those people was his wife, Dana. It's unbelievable. No big deal. And what do you think is going to happen now with Twitler coming home maskless? You understand, people who have the coronavirus are supposed to quarantine themselves for 2 weeks in the least he still has it he's shedding the virus he's spreading it wherever he goes taking off the mask in his in the white house our house giving it to anybody walking around it hangs in the air he don't give a shit It's his world. We live in it. Maybe I need to come to some kind of acceptance of that, that it's his world and we live in it, regardless of the fact that he's a con man. I might be a happier person if I accepted the things I cannot change at the moment, but I'm trying to change it. I'm sorry, I can't accept this. I can't accept stupidity and a conman when we have all the potential. We have everything we need, except unity, except uh, education. I don't know. God. All right. One last thing before we go. There's so much more. Maybe we'll have a show tomorrow. It all depends. If someone becomes a patron, it will. I will do a show. Okay? How's that? Mm. Mm. No, no. I can't act like that. I'm acting not good. Not good. So, uh, I received another robocall. Let me see. Where is it? This one was even more interesting, meaning disturbing. Deborah on the chat says, Thanks, can you do a takedown on Dan Bongino? I don't know who that is. Who is that? I'll look it up. Oh, Fox's Bungino. I know who he is. MSNBC's Miss McCaskill, trade blows over Trump ride. You epic piece of garbage. Who said that? I missed that. Holy, where was I? I was, I was uh, helping Ray probably. We should always care about the Secret Service, but it's fascinating how the media only seems to give a shit about their safety when they can use it to bash Trump. Really? No, that's not true. I coordinated security for Obama in a war zone in Afghanistan. I don't recall one safe one story about the safety of our team. Well, bitch, uh, Obama wasn't trapped in a hermetically sealed capsule. Poisoning the goddamn Secret Service. Breathing the same air. Fucking shit. The President Obama was visiting troops in a war zone. It's not the same as driving around the block to wave at a bunch of assholes. Because your whole job is a PR stunt. God. God. Well, please, I will do a beatdown. Not tonight, though. I have to go take care of Ray. And, yes. So somebody, I I ask you respectfully, if you can become a patron, please do. At patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. And we will have a show later. And more importantly, we'll have a show all the time, every day. Boom, boom, boom. We will. Go, the show will grow and we'll get. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh. I'm looking uh, on the Facebook. Of course. Here comes Tom Crisp. Trump 2020. What the fuck? MAGA. Are you. Is that um does that hurt your stomach with all that gas coming out at once? That's what it when they do that it to me i it's like I hear somebody laying a fart. That's the internet equivalent of laying a fart when you're you're talking, you're having a decent conversation you're with adults. And then some. Someone who is not a very smart person walks in and lays a fart. Right? They don't even say anything interesting. Trump twenty twenty mega. They're not creative. Paradu says at least be creative. They, they're not creative. What can they do? What can they say? Except Trump 2020 maggot. Otherwise, they got nothing. They have no accomplishments. They're nothing but dupes of a con man. So what can they say? When the truth, when they get online, they come across a show like this. I don't know how. Probably because they're on the RDT Daily page, Republican Dirty Tricks, posting troll-like comments and then they see the show come up and they listen to it and they're like, Trump 2020, MAGA, make America great again. What does that mean to you? You racist. We know what it means. You're a racist. Again? And you're not even original. That's freaking Ronald Reagan's uh, slogan. So you're not even original there either. You're a bunch of dupes of a con man who hates this country. And you, and by extension, and by evidence, empirical evidence, you hate this country. Yes, you do. You're confused by America. You really are. Otherwise, you wouldn't be voting for republicans who are destroying it, not, oh, everybody's destroying the country. Uh, we bring the receipts, mother effer. They're actively dismantling the democratic system that the founders entrusted to us. All of this pushing b- judges onto the bench, violating norms. The, the, they're not norms. The, the They're democracy that's why uh, Americans stormed the beaches of Normandy where all over the world there are graves of fallen soldiers who wore the uniform of this country, supposedly fighting for freedom and democracy. The same democracy that you cannot abide. That's what it is. You don't like sharing the same country with somebody who has darker pigment and that's what it comes down to it really does so get out of here with the stupid Trump 2020 MAGA you you look like an idiot it's an, it is an explan. it's just like somebody yelling I'm an asshole but we knew that already uh, and not only that, I'm, it's like somebody saying, well, you're a tedious asshole too. Tedious, stupid, dense. It's like knocking on a block of wood when I was I, trying to reach the traitors who are duped of this comment. It's like waking up a Jim Jones cult. and But you've been in the cult the whole time. Because of your racism, you're very sad. You're an incapable of functioning in a democracy. So you have to inflict it outwards, get help before Twitler takes away the pre-existing conditions, protections that he's in court now trying to overturn. God, what a sick way to go through life. It is such a sad thing to waste one's limited lifespan as a as the dupe of a con man. You know what I mean? I'm sick of them. Traitors. Anti-American traitors who hate this country. They really do. They hate it. bye Bye, Tom boring of course he's an old old cracker how surprising so surprising he's an old white cracker enjoy your socialist security cracker look I'll show you guys his face I didn't know that was still up, that Twitter There he is. How surprising. Don't they all kind of look alike? Trump 2020, MAGA. I go on the internet and say Trump 2020, MAGA, because why? I'm a very uninteresting, tediously boring dupe. Trump network vitamin victim... Have, I was on those Trump Network vitamins They right in my brain. They weren't FDA-approved, after all. Trump University graduate. Look, he's tweeting this fucking guy, John Voigt. <laughs> he's tweeting his videos. Oh, my God. Oh, yes, and go on this platform. Conservatives, they don't like Twitter, because Twitter is now tagging them with that's a lie so they go on this thing whatever it's called I forget what it's called Parker or something something I don't know what is it called uh, yeah, parlor whatever all right well this is what a bunch of losers they are I've been getting harassed, you know, that with the robocalls, harassing. They call all hours. I don't have the ringer on, so I'm sleeping. They call it three, four. I could tell it's them because they call twice in a row and it's always a New York number. Different town, different numbers. So they're trying to appear local. So I'll pick it up. And that's why they call twice in a row. So you pick it up. You think, oh, well, what's this? Why are they calling back? It must be somebody I know must be an emergency. So they do that. So I got another call that I was able to capture. And I guess this is their way of telling me that they know where I live. But... Honestly, bring it. I don't give a shit. Here. Let's. that, that, and do this. Here we go. Hello. Hello
0: there. How are you doing there today? I'm great. This is Nick. I work as a literacy agent. Wonderful. Listen, I have some amazing
1: news. What's that? Donald Trump fan. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: This is great because he's releasing a new book called Orange is the New Black. Sounds great. And it's only fifty dollars. Isn't that a real bargain?
1: Everything Donald Trump does is a bargain
0: charge your card right now. We
1: have all your details because, you know, Donald Trump controls everything. Right. Great.
0: Okay, the book is on its way. Great. I hope you love it.
1: You hear them? They're the fucking they're they're the scum on the scum on the cancer on the scum of this country on the body politic. That's what they do to take, yeah. This is what they're spending their time on. Robocalls to people like me. I, I don't know. I haven't heard anything else. Well, somebody else getting these calls? They can't be just me. Maybe they are. Who knows? If that's the case, bring it. Bring it. Really? I don't care. I've lived my life. You want to... Of course... Whatever. I don't want to die, but we're all going to die, as Twitler will say. And I don't give a shit. If you, if they're going to, they're trying to intimidate me, it's not working. You know where I live? Well, come on. Fucking come over. Really? You're, this is who they are, though, right? That's who they are. It doesn't intimidate me. It really doesn't. It makes me. It really makes me more um, dedicated to destroying the Republican Party, to spreading the reality of what they're up against, of of what they're up to, not up against what they are doing, which is destroying America by destroying the pillars of democracy. That that's it. And in the meantime, dividing and conquering along racial lines to keep the dum dums, like the idiot on my who wrote that Trump 2020, to keep them on their uh, cheering their own demise. Oh, wait, look at Tara Jr. Jr., he's mad. Yeah. <laughs> Baby, Sounds like a parody call. Don't worry about it. A parody? I've been getting these calls every day. All hours of the day. It's not... It's not just that one. They're... They're trying... It's, it's harassment. That's what it is. calling, cursing at me, calling me the worst person in the world. Good! If I'm the worst person in the world to right-wingers, I'm doing it correctly. You get it? They, Darth is saying Orange is the New Black sounds like something on SNL. That phone call was designed for, for them to I don't know if they're 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 doing it to scare me, you understand? They want me to be like, oh, "They have my number. They have my my address. They have my credit card information." Good. Run it. Run my credit card. Then we'll find you. We'll I don't know. I'll go to the cops. It'll be interesting. Well, I'll record it all. We'll get more viewers to the channel. Do it. Do me a favor, please. We could use the goddamn publicity. Jesus Christ. Exactly. They have nothing. Nothing's coming in the mail. They have nothing. They're just trying to make me, oh, my God. And then they call all hours of the night. Jesus Christ. Hi, Tara, Junior, Junior. Come on. Do you hear him? (laughs) He's not happy. He smells the cat. Do you smell Ray? Uh huh. Yes, you do. All right. (laughs) That's the anti Ray meow. What is Ray doing here? He's not staying. Don't worry. (laughs) <laughs> Ray. He, he he walks around all day like rumble, 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 rumble. He's only been here a day, so uh, it's funny. Francis really doesn't care. He's just walking around and not giving a crap. But this one here, he's like Ray's gonna take my territory. Don't worry about it. You could hear it in his voice. Like not happening. (laughs) Tara Junior Jr. It's not happening. Don't worry, Ray will find his forever home. We'll find him a forever home. And he will he will be gone. (laughs) All right, my friends. Thank you, Jim, for your super chat. Thank you, Richard W. for your super chat. And Errol Thomas for your super chat. Errol says, vote blue Tuesday, November 3rd. You better believe it. Thank you, Richard, for your kind words. Another great show, Tara. I appreciate that. I do. I really do. I really, really do. I really, really do. Who else is there's somebody else oh he's still there Tom Chris I uh I got rid of him he's gone he's boring you can't chat on YouTube River why that's weird well you could you know somebody we um, I've also I've received other complaints about YouTube chat you could slow it down there's a You can adjust it. People say it goes by too fast or whatever. But you can change that in your settings if you want to come to YouTube. All right, guys. Thanks a lot. All right. That's all I got to say. Thanks for hanging out. Hopefully, we'll have a show tomorrow. God knows what will happen by the time we wake up. Right? God. It never stops. Like I always say, look at this cat looking at me. <laughs> My name is Tara Devlin. I really, 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 really can't do it without you, and I appreciate everybody, all our friends and the Terror Buster family join us on Discord. It's in the in the description. you could I'll put some pictures of Ray up there. Some more pictures. You can also see Ray on my Twitter feed. And actually, I should just put a Ray only Twitter. I was responding to somebody's comment. Please post pictures of Ray. So hopefully you you could still see them on the Twitter. But I should put more. I'm going to start looking for a Foster for him. Yeah. If you're in the New York City area and you want to, and you're a registered, some kind of foster through a, he's going to have to go through the regular uh, official adoption process where whoever ends up adopting him will be vetted. So we want to get him a good home and a home that will be his forever home. He's, He's had enough. Enough on, life on the streets, six months on the streets as a little baby. A little baby on the streets is six months too much. And he wasn't doing very well out there on his own. As his ribs, I mean, he is, he is bones. He is just bones around with a fur coat on. But I'm, I'll fatten him up. I'll get him nice and... I just, I'm just going to leave him alone for a couple of days and I won't move him. Feed him. So he'll know how... You know, people will... That he, people are food. People love him. People will pet him. And he doesn't have to worry anymore. He's not... He's safe. Like Tara Jr. Jr. Yep. Yes, I know people are sick. Covert white rabbit says, and they think pets are disposable. And yeah, and I want to. They're disposable, in my opinion. They're wastes of human DNA. Disgusting. That's a life. Ugh. All right, guys. You see what Tamara Junior is doing. He's moving my microphone. My name is Tara Devlin. That's right, oh, you know the other thing I know I keep stopping, and yesterday was my father's birthday, so I thought that was maybe meant to be I don't know yeah, it was nice that um I was able to do that on a way and in a way to remember my father. All right, guys. Thank you. Thank you all for thank you for the super chats. Thank you all for your company and for doing everything to make the show grow, including being a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. Thank you for sharing the show, giving the show a good review on iTunes. That helps too. Sharing the show with your friends. All of that will get us to the point we'll, where we will have a daily show set time And that'll be that. And we can grow. We can hire people. God knows. We need help. I need. What do you mean we? Me. I need help. We. That's it. Me and him. We need help. And Francis. And Ray. A little bit. For a while. Alright. Guys. Guys. We. We're on the right side of history. You know that. We're on the right side of decency. Dignity democracy and we will win because we're the real patriots we are e plura bazunum is another way of saying we stick together we win my name is tara devlin thank you so much for hanging out and we'll see but i hope i really do hope to see you tomorrow night